From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, yo. This episode of the Wrestling DeLorean podcast is dedicated to the memory of Scott Hall. Man, this one hurts. Scott Hall was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I grew up on Razor Ramon. Loved the NWO. Everything this guy touched turned into gold. Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Rest in peace, Chico. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I'm your host, Mike De Niro, and today's episode is dedicated to the life of Scott Hall. Razor Ramon, the bad guy, whatever you want to call him. You could call him legend. You could call him Hall of Famer. He is one of the greatest of all time. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Your memory lives on. One of my favorites of all time. I love you. Thank you so much for all you've done for the wrestling business. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a super stack show for you today. We're going to be going back in time and talking about the next two episodes in 1997 of Monday Night Raw. I got the weekend recap and a whole lot more. But before we get into this super stacked episode, I want to thank all my fans from all over the world. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Make sure you follow the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. On TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And coming very soon, you can follow us on Twitch at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Ladies and gentlemen, I got to salute all my Wrestling DeLorean passengers from all over the world. Everybody who rides with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, I salute you all. I'm talking about the United States, Canada, Mexico, Spain, Ireland, Germany, Brazil, Russia, Philippines. The list goes on and on and on, and I can't thank you guys enough. Without you, there is no me. I love you all. Let's get into this super stacked episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast right now. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me today on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, episode 201. Everybody who enjoyed episode 200 when I brought back my boy G-Rock, thank you for riding with us. Thank you for rocking with that episode. I appreciate you guys. This was a very, very sad weekend for professional wrestling. First of all, let's, let's, let's talk about Scott Hall. The song you're hearing right now was the theme song that I would use for my TNA Asylum Year reviews here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. And if you know, you know, this was also the TNA theme song of Scott Hall. 
One of my favorite theme songs of all time, Marvelous Me. A beautiful theme song, and one that fit him so well, because Scott Hall was a marvelous human being. The man was a true inspirational story. The man showed that you could get through anything. When people counted him out, he rose from the ashes like a phoenix. Starting his career in the 80s and the AWA, his meteoric rise in the WWF as Razor Ramon, Chico, and then changing the wrestling landscape forever, making history, jumping ship to WCW and starting the NWO. What can I say that hasn't already been said about the bad guy? Scott Hall is an absolute legend, two-time Hall of Famer. One, as Razor Ramon. Two, going in with the NWO. Scott Hall, growing up to me, was the personification of a professional wrestler. Scott Hall was a man who was a real outlaw in professional wrestling. Everywhere you can imagine, he's been there. Tore it up and won titles. The man showed up in ECW. The man showed up in New Japan Pro Wrestling. The man was a superstar of the WWF numerous times. The man was a megastar in WCW. So last call for the bad guy, the outlaw, the wolf pack, Razor Ramon, Sky Hall. Rest in peace, Chico. Unfortunately, that wasn't the only sad news that came out of this weekend. Very, very sad news coming out of this weekend. Coming out of last Friday's SmackDown episode. Big E has sustained a career-threatening injury. He broke his neck. He fractured his C1 vertebrae in his spine. And this couldn't have happened to a better guy. Big E has been one of the most beloved wrestlers in the WWE locker room for like the last 10 years. Big E finally made it to the top of the mountain where he belongs to be as the WWE champion earlier this year. Big E, unfortunately, is now going to be sidelined, but even more unfortunately may never return to the ring again. We have an outpouring of support from wrestlers from every company reaching out to Big E, showing their respects to Big E. And if this is indeed it, and this is it for Big E's career, this is one of the biggest tragedies in wrestling. Because here's a man who was on top of his prime, on top of his game. Here's a man who just won the WWE champion for the first time. If I'm not mistaken, the one of the only four African-American WWE champions. A man who did so much for the culture. A man who was strong in his beliefs. A man who stood up for what he believed in. And I cannot stress the fact enough that he is one of the most beloved guys in that locker room. A man who just oozes positivity. Oozes positivity. The whole power of positivity thing was not just a gimmick for Big E. 
Like, the, the man broke his neck, and later that night, he's in the neck brace giving a video to the fans, telling people, don't worry about him. Like, this guy is just such a positive figure. He's such a role model. This this sucks. This hurts. I hope Big E can recover as quick as possible. And I hope that Big E one day could return to the ring. But what's most important is Big E's okay. Thank God he's okay. Because fracturing the C1 vertebrate... That, that, that's not a, that's not an injury that most people come out of alive. So thank God it wasn't worse than what it is. Here's a man who's a father. Here's a man who has a wife at home. Here's a man that goes, he, he's a family man. He, he can't, you know, forget wrestling. For, fuck wrestling. This guy has to go through life with a broken neck. When when people talk shit about professional wrestling, when people talk shit about it being fake, when people talk shit about, oh, wrestling ain't real, these guys ain't really getting hurt, they're trained professionals. That is a slap in the face to people like Big E who just fucking broke his neck. Pay your respect. I hope Big E gets better soon. I hope he can have a speedy recovery. It's just a shame, yo. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to be going back in time and talking about WWF Monday Night Raw from January 20th and January 27th, 1997, the fallout of the Royal Rumble 1997. We got a lot to talk about, so stay tuned. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey listeners, this is Mean Gene of Three Falls Brand. Are you a fan of wrestling? Are you also a fan of rock music? If so, check out threefallsbrand.com for all your WrestlePunk merch. We've got tons of wrestler and band mashup designs to choose from, whether it be RVD and Black Sabbath, Atsushi Onita and the Lower Class Brats, 
Doink the Clown and the Addicts, or Mortis and the Misfits. We've got you covered. Also, follow us on Instagram at 3 Brand. Again, check us out at 3fallsbrand.com and on Instagram at 3fallsbrand. Thanks, and continue enjoying this episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. gentlemen like we do here on the wrestling delorean podcast every monday we go back in time and we talk about wwf monday night raw the next two episodes of monday night raw that we'll be discussing here on this episode is january 20th 1997 this is the fallout of the royal rumble a very controversial royal rumble where stone cold steve austin was eliminated gets back in and ends up winning the matchup We also talk about the January 27th episode of Monday Night Raw, where we have a big showdown and a lot to talk about, all pertaining to WrestleMania 13. So let's start it off, WWF Monday Night Raw, 1997, January 20th. We got a recap of the Royal Rumble, and instantly a pissed off Bret the Hitman Hart comes out to the ring, he grabs the mic, he says that he has something to say to Vince McMahon. He says when he came back to the company, Vince McMahon promised him a WWF title shot. Instead, he got Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he beat him at Survivor Series. He says that HBK cost him his WWF title shot against Psycho Sid. And then he says that Vince McMahon said all he has to do now is win the Royal Rumble. And he did just that. But once again, was screwed by the company, screwed by Steve Austin, screwed by Shawn Michaels, and most of all, screwed by Vince McMahon. He says that he probably won't get another title shot at this rate. So he quits the company and he leaves through the crowd. Out comes Stone Cold Steve Austin. He jumps into the ring. He tells Bret Hart since he came back, he ain't done nothing but cry. And when the going gets tough, the hearts just go home. He says that the only person Bret can beat is his wrinkled up old man in his stupid ass dungeon. (laughs) He says that he's supposed to face Sid tonight, but Sid suffered a concussion at the live event in Madison Square Garden. So he says that tonight, Gorilla Monsoon, he is going to be giving him The Undertaker, which he doesn't care. He says, bring that dead ass out here so he can whip his ass too. He then says, as for Gorilla Monsoon, he has a bunch of bananas and he can tell him where to stick each and every one of them. This McMahon just lost all control of this, and at this point he just says, fuck it. He gets up from the commentary table. He just walks off. So the commentary team for this night is Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler. First matchup of the night, we got Owen Hart and the British Bulldog versus Furnace and LaFawn. These two teams have been having great matches and have great chemistry with each other. There was a lot of athleticism here by both Furnace, LaFawn, and Owen Hart. And if you matched that with the power of British Bulldog, we had a great matchup here. British Bulldog and Owen Hart pick up the victory when behind the referee's back, Owen Hart hits Phil LaFon with the Slammy Award, leading to the British Bulldog hitting a power slam for them to retain the WWF Tag Team Champions. We then get a recap of Shawn Michaels' entrance at the Royal Rumble where he came out to much fanfare in his hometown of San Antonio, Texas. We then get our next matchup. It is Nation of Dominations for Rook versus Bart Gunn. 
Farouk picks up the victory. This is a pretty good matchup, a pretty good big man matchup. Barkgun is really underrated. Barkgun was a sad story. He was an underrated wrestler who was in the shadow of Billy. Then he goes on, he wins the, the brawl for all, and that leads to nothing. You know, Barkgun had a lot of potential. I gotta say, he, he wasn't a bad wrestler. He definitely was a good wrestler. Played his part well. Out comes Vince McMahon after the matchup. He's with Gorilla Monsoon. Monsoon is upset about Bret Hart, and he hopes that he hears this invitation. He says that Stone Cold Steve Austin being declared the winner of the Royal Rumble is a travesty, but he didn't earn the title shot. He says that he will go down in history, in the history books, as the 1997 winner of the Royal Rumble because there is no replay rule, but he does not earn a title shot for that tainted victory. He announces there will be a fatal four-way elimination no-DQ match at the next in-your-house, in-your-house fatal four-way. And this matchup would be the number one contendership matchup where the winner goes on to WrestleMania 13 and faces Shawn Michaels or Psycho Sid for the WWF title. The four participants in this matchup was Undertaker, Vader, Bret Hart, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold comes out. He says that Bret Hart quit, so he should not even be in this matchup. He then says that you call yourself the gorilla, but you come out here hee-hawing like a jackass. It's funny because at this, at this point, no one talked to Gorilla Monsoon like this, but Stone Cold absolutely does not give a fuck. He then says he got rid of every wrestler that he just announced in that ring at the Royal Rumble. He tossed out The Undertaker. He tossed out Vader. He tossed out Bret Hart. And he says if Gorilla keeps on talking shit, he's going to toss him around too. Stone Cold Steve Austin then goes in Vince's face. They go face to face. Bret Hart comes out from the crowd. He says that he accepts, but he wants a piece of Stone Cold Steve Austin's ass right now. They start brawling in the aisleway. We get a big, big brawl. This is amazing shit. A big pull apart here between Stone Cold Steve Austin and Bret Hart. They finally get separated. We then get The Undertaker's music hit. Undertaker and Bret Hart start to brawl now in the aisleway. Stone Cold attacks Taker, and that leads us to our main event. It is Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Undertaker. Jerry Lawler is on commentary screaming for Stone Cold Steve Austin to go after Undertaker's ribs, which were injured at the Royal Rumble. Stone Cold Steve Austin, he hits the stunner on Taker, but Taker sits right back up. We cut backstage, and we're seeing a pull-apart between Bret Hart and Vader. So all four participants are all going at it all night here. Vader then comes out to the ring. Taker hits a massive lariat on Stone Cold Steve Austin. The referee throws out the match when Vader and Austin jump Undertaker and Bret Hart comes out for the save. We have a massive four-way pull-apart to end the show. This was how you end the show hot. This was fucking phenomenal. WWF Monday Night Raw, January 27, 1997. We got a recap of last week, which is everything I just said. First matchup of the night, it's Ahmed Johnson versus Crush with the Nation of Domination. It's a slow match, but it ain't bad. You know, they, these guys, they, they, they did what they did, you know. It was a pretty good matchup. Crush wins when Farouk, he takes out Ahmed Johnson behind the referee's back. He throws Ahmed Johnson back into the ring, and Crush hits the heart punch. Shawn Michaels comes out. Vince McMahon tells Shawn Michaels that Sid is getting a rematch on Thursday Night Raw, which is, I guess, when Raw got preempted on the 13th of... February, Shawn Michaels said it doesn't matter who wins the four-way. And since Sid Vicious gave him a title shot, he's going to grant Sid a title shot. So he's all cool with Sid getting another title shot. 
Like I said, he said it doesn't matter who wins the four-way, though. He's going to be your WWF champion going into WrestleMania 13 and beyond. Vince McMahon brings out Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels extends his hand, but Bret Hart does not shake it. He tells Shawn, do what you got to do to stay champ. Because Bret doesn't want Sid at WrestleMania. Bret wants his rematch against Shawn Michaels at the Showcase of the Immortals. He says, I'll even watch your back. I'll make sure nothing happens to you, Shawn, because I want you at Mania. He says, of course, I want to be champion, but Shawn, you're the one I want to beat for the champion. Vince McMahon then brings out The Undertaker. Undertaker says that Bret has his respect, but he is sick and tired of Bret talking about being screwed. He says that he sat back too long and watched all these little wrestlers fight it out, but it's time that the world title comes to the dark side. He says that Shawn Michaels, you could give your soul to the Lord, but your body and that title is coming to me. This McMahon then brings out Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin says he's looking at three crybabies in the ring. He says they all run yellow and he will kick all four of their asses. He will then win the fatal four-way and he'll go after Shawn Michaels. Vader is behind Austin. Austin threatens to whip everyone's ass again. He goes face-to-face with Vader and then walks off. We then get a one-on-one matchup between the British Bulldog and Doug Furness. British Bulldog wins this matchup. We then get a very interesting tag team main event. It is Vader and Mankind versus the Godwins. Mankind refuses to tag Vader in early on in this matchup. They don't seem to be getting along too much. But things start to break down between both teams and we get a big, big brawl. Mankind takes a chair and accidentally hits Vader with it over the head. It kind of seemed intentional. The match gets thrown out. Mankind walks off. And we go off the air with Ahmed Johnson going after the Nation of Domination in the parking lot with a 2x4. So let's talk about the landscape of Monday Night Raw at this time. You had Bret Hart talking about being screwed and breaking the fourth wall, saying Vince McMahon screwed him. If you remember, at this point, Vince McMahon is just a commentator. Not really, there's not much referring to Vince as the owner. Also, there's just a lot of attitude. You have Ahmed Johnson chasing off the nation with a 2x4. Shawn Michaels talking about having to have attitude. Stone Cold cursing and going after Gorilla Monsoon. The Undertaker saying that he's going to take the souls of these little wrestlers. It just, this is a great time period to really study because this is the predecessor to the Attitude Era. This is what starts off the Attitude Era. This is what ushers in the Attitude Era. Now, in a few weeks' time on this show, Raw will be rechristened Raw is War. And will be given two hours instead of one. And when that happens, things really start to pick up for Monday Night Raw. And I am so excited. We also got the ECW evasion coming up. We have Shawn Michaels losing his smile coming up. And of course, in a few weeks, we have WrestleMania 13. So I am extremely excited for what's to come. And you can follow along every Monday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. So I know we had a shorter episode today. I didn't want to talk too much about the current landscape of wrestling. I really did want to pay my respects to Scott Hall. I really did want to give my respects to Big E. So I hope everyone don't mind that it's a shorter episode. It's an episode with good intentions to, you know, celebrate the life of Scott Hall. An episode to give my thoughts and prayers to Big E. On Wednesday, we'll go a little longer. 
Wednesday, we'll be talking all about ECW Hardcore TV, the first two episodes of 1998. That should be a lot of fun. We'll be talking about Monday Night Raw from tonight. We'll be talking about tomorrow's NXT and a whole lot more. So make sure you tune in Wednesday here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Like I said, follow us on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Follow us on Twitter at W underscore DeLorean Pod. And on TikTok at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. And keep your eyes out because very soon the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast will have a Twitch stream. So we'll be discussing all that and more come Wednesday. I'll catch you guys later. Thank you so much for riding with the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I love you guys. Second tough in the hood to the wolves call. Bitches let a drink in the club to the wolves call. Surrounded by the sheep in the street to the wolves call. Everyone strip on the floor. We the wolves done. Who can fuck with the Nero? I got a Snyder extended clip, so who wanna play hero? Go bad shit like Ozzy. I was born in the darkness. Oh, you the wolf till we pull up and you're harmless. So pray to Olive, the Don Dada, the top shotter, the top spot, final boss you cross. That's when your ride stop. Basquiat with that white chalk, trigger finger streets, while leave your brains on the sidewalk. Niggas that get tough in the hood, to the wolves come. Bitches let a drink in the club, to the wolves come. Surrounded by the sheep in the street, to the wolves come. Everyone strip on the floor, to the wolves come. Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs. Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back. Summertime, better be careful where you're at. No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack. Dipping, creeping through the night, it's precise. Catch a nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life. Answers yes, well, did nigga pay your price? Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight. South Bronx, midnight, niggas moving packs cause they hunting. I'm moving packs of that onion, but probably packing up something. Catch him slipping with them coals and he ain't telling us nothing. Catch a nigga fooling twice and then I'm pressing that button. Send his ass away, permanent vacate and start bluffing. Must have moved to Honolulu, changed his name to McLovin. Said you know what you know, that's for the pack to remember. And if a nigga leaking these, we gotta. Niggas say the dead don't talk, but that money do If I put a hole in his melon, I bet his honey do Shorty keep crying and screaming like that's helping you Bullets gave his brain a period for that decimal I Niggas that get tough in the hood, to the wolves come Bitches let a drink in the club, to the wolves come Surrounded by the sheep in the street, to the wolves come Everyone strip on the floor, to the wolves come Heard them got them niggas, they be moving in the packs Think the shit is sweet, they be plotting in the back Summertime, better be careful where you at No matter Addy, nigga, we gon' get you where you lack Dipping, creeping through the night, it's precise Catch a nigga slipping for his ice, worth your life Answers yes, well, didn't nigga pay your price Right or wrong, when you see the moon, it's on sight From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply.